Okay, meeting will come to order and the clerk will call the roll. Fair. Here. Fair is here, Skidmore. Here. Skidmore is here, Tierney. Tierney is here, Ververe. Here. Ververe is here, Wood. Here. Wood is here, Aarons. Here. Aarons is here, Arnson. Here. Arnson is here, Balde. Balde is here, Bidar Silov. Bidar Silov is here, Carter. <laughs> Carter is here, Cheeks. Cheeks is here, Furman. Here. Furman is here, Hall. Here. Hall is here, Harrington McKinney. I'm here. Harrington McKinney is here, Kemble. Here. Kemble is here, Martin. Here. Martin is here, we have quorum. Quorum present, council's in session. Uh, do you want to go right to item number one? And then we can do the, uh, or do you want to do the suspension of the rules now? Doesn't matter. Okay, let's go right to number one. Presentation, poetry, recitation by Cooper Tellett. And Oscar, are you going to do an introduction, please? Thank you. Yeah, I see we have some new alders, so uh, one's a good friend, but I won't say anything. But the rest of the guys, um, I'm the Poet Laureate of Madison. This is my third year as Poet Laureate, and probably one of the best things I get to do is showcase other authors from Madison that uh, write and I believe have wonderful stories to share. So uh, I'm excited to introduce uh, a good friend and someone I met about six months ago, and she's just an uh, amazing person. So I want to bring up Cooper Talbot. Cooper? Thank you. That was a wonderful introduction and buenas noches me da mucho gusto estar aquí representando una comunidad de cultura y artes as um, Oscar said my name is Cooper Talbot born and raised in New Jersey New Jersey politics not up for discussion tonight mm -hmm. uh, um, I do know these meetings can be heavy heavy for those responsible for the yeas and nays um, heavy for those subject to endure those outcomes it is my hope that the sun rises for our communities uh, for our businesses and for our families and that as well the sun rises for all of us that call the city our home such as I do after six years and uh, <clears throat> While the sun rises, I think about my life that has passed. How many sunrises have I missed and how many have I adored? And how many rose into clouds where I couldn't see it shining? While the sun rises, I wonder about love, life, and the fixation we all have on what's supposed to be. I live through an interplanetary groove where home is where the heart is, where music lives, where I see beyond the mind's eye, images of unimaginable joy and serenity. And while the sun rises, I contemplate the better half of me, searching and reaching for that half that completes me. And while the sun rises, I'm light years away from the promised land, attaching faith and fearlessness to my mobility and I keep on moving. And while the sun rises, someone very dear to me disbelieves, and this must faze me because I find myself explaining and justifying this road less traveled and the authenticity of the voice within me who speaks to me, the reasons why I want to live. And while the sun rises, I'm chanting for the answers, ciphering how-tos and why-nots. 
I will be here forever, flowing in a karmaic nature, reading the book as I live it. And while the sun rises, I give thanks for the beautiful reflections inside of me, for the eclectic style that is the song of myself, and for the peace of me that is goddess, and for my eyes that penetrate matter, and for my backbone that fortifies my strength, and for that funky melodic tune in my heart that keeps me grooving. While the sun rises, I realize that I've grown. I remember where my soul was and acclimate the distance I have traveled. I am flying high and free and nothing will defeat me. My dues are paid, a guided path was laid, the blessings for which I've prayed. And while the sun rises, the rest of our lives begins. Focusing on wins, I move on to the next sunrise. Thank you. Thank you very much, and I hope you'll be back again so we could listen to you. You won't have to listen to us. Much more enjoyable. Uh, okay, that's item number one. Uh, Alder, Aldrin Pollitt, do you want to give us the motion to suspend the rules? All right. Uh, so now we'll suspend the rules. Uh, <clears throat> suspend rule 2.04, order of business 2.05, introduction of business 2.24. Ordinances and 2.25 resolutions for items so designated on the agenda. Motion and a second. second. Suspension is not a debatable uh, item on the question of suspension. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. And it was overwhelming. A couple of people in favor, nobody opposed. Um, with suspension, uh, let's first let's just first take accept. The petition number two uh, to attach from the town of Middleton the city of Madison, and it's received and uh, received in the clerk's office. Any objection to receiving it? Seeing none, that takes care of item number two. At this time, uh, would you like to move uh, the uh, consent agenda? Okay. Um, all right, so at this point, we'll move the consent agenda. At this time, a consent agenda will be moved with a recommended action listed for each item, except uh, number one, items which have registered wishing to speak, number two, items which require an extraordinary roll call, vote, and more, and are not included on the consent agenda by unanimous consent. Number three, items which all the persons have uh, separated out for discussions, debate purposes. Uh, so the, um, the agenda items one through 11 are public hearing items, uh, confirmation hearing items number 14, legislative file number 53275, uh, submitting the appointment of Sarah uh, Edgerton for uh, confirmation of a five-year term as Director of Information Technology. Uh, the following items are extra-majority items. Extra-majority items, extra-majority uh, vote items will be recorded as unanimous vote unless a roll call or exclusion is requested. Uh, item number six, legislative file number 53302, amending the 2018 Parks Division Capital Budget 
for coverage from the insurance fund for the replacement of a maintenance shed destroyed by a fire and transferring existing geoboring authority between major program beaches and shore lines improvement and parkland improvement. Uh, item number 74, legislative file number 52959, amending the 2018 Metro Transit Capital Budget to transfer 160,875 of existing geoboring authority between majority program transit systems. Uh, agenda items part of the consent agenda with additional recommendation as noted. Item number five, legislative file number 53359, awaiting public works contract number 8291, Fairchild Building, roof, re roof replacement. Item number 66, legislative file number 53219, amending Madison General Ordinances to raise the competitive uh, bidding threshold for service contracts from 25,000 to 50,000, raise order purchasing threshold to 50,000, increase the threshold for multi-year service contracts that may be signed by the finance director, raise the threshold to 50,000 for city contractors to file an affirmative action plan, and raise the maximum amount of liquidated damages a contractor could pay for various affirmative action violations. Uh, item number 77, legislative file number 53433, amending section 2. 20 subsection 1 and creating section 2.20 subsection 3 of the Madison General Ordinance to allow the mayor to delegate the duty of uh, duty to preside over chair meetings to preside or chair meetings of the common council item number items placed on exclusion list continues item number 15 uh, legislative file number 53449 uh, Chief of Police, third quarter update, uh, Chief Mike Cobol, Madison Police Department. Uh, I understand also all the uh, Amanda uh, Hall wants to remove item 67 and put it on the... Is there any objection to removing 67 from the exclusion list and putting it on the adoption calendar? Seeing no objection, that will... Uh, ordered. Go ahead, please. Thank right. you. So items uh, introduced from the flow for referral, uh, legislative file number 53530, authorizing an amendment to the executive uh, amendment to executed development agreement between the City of Madison and Bella Real Estate Services, LLC, and directing uh, further actions as a component of the George Doyle Square development project. Thank you. Is there a second? Second. Okay, let me just review for you. Um, if this is adopted, we will take the actions as recommended on the agenda for all items except the following. Item, items for public hearing, which are items 3 through 11. Item 12, in which we have a registration who wishes to speak. And the only other exclusion item, 15. Uh, oh, and the 14, confirmation hearing. Uh, we'll pull that separately, as is our normal procedure. Actually, it's not, but we will, uh, since it qualifies as a hearing. 
on the question and any of these other items? Anything else? Yep. Could I be recorded as recusing myself from item 23? Alderman, Alderman Martin, that will be so noted. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else? If not, we'll come to a vote on the consent calendar. On the question of the consent calendar, all those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Okay. Uh, it's not yet uh, 6.45, so we can't go to the posted public hearings, but we do have a registrant who wishes to speak on item 12. So at this time, uh, could if there's no objection, can we take up 12 at this time? Seeing none, no objection. Can I have a motion, please? I'll move item 12. Is there a second? Motion is second uh, on item 12. Uh, we have a registration from Jenna Bernstein wishing to speak. Hey, uh, how you doing? No. How you doing? My name is Jenna Bernstein. I'm using item 12 because it's one of you, Mayor's uh, uh, agenda items, and I'm from Tampa, and you would not meet with me. So I am using my constitutional right to be in your council to address you since you ignored me and you don't answer emails. I'd like to know when you putting the new plaque in the cemetery that you said when you ripped down the one that you were going to that you ripped down you're going to have a new revised plaque put in. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. Do you have any more comments? Yeah, I want to know when you're doing it. I, I, I don't speak. I also want to let you know that being Jewish, I've had many many anti-Semitic attacks on me because of your choice of doing that. I don't care. I have my First Amendment right, and I'm sorry to tell you this, but I'm very, very disheartened with what you have done and the choice you're doing to remove a war memorial with dead Americans on it. And being a Jew has been a Dachau and Auschwitz. I've said it again, and I'm going to say it again. That's fine. You guys have a blessed day, and I'm going to pray for you all for desecrating the dead. And you have a blessed day. And put the plaque back when you said you would. Thank you. Thank you for your request for order. We have no further registrants on item 12. We have a motion to adopt further discussion. Seeing none on the question, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, it is item number 644. So we'll just wait a few seconds. Mine says 45. Oh. oh, and mine just went to 645. So we'll start in on the public hearings, and I think we'll go through these very quickly based on the registrations that we have. Declare a public hearing open on item number three, the executive operating budget. Do I don't see any registrations on item three. Um, okay, we'll declare. No, the hearing. Um, what do you want to do? We don't have a registration. Should we accept it and then have her fill up? Please come up, then identify yourself, and uh, we'll go from there. Sorry, I'm Zandra Hakeberg. I'm the Assistant Executive Director of Focused Interruption Coalition. Uh, we are in the budget um, for um, dollars for the violence prevention strategies and peer support program. Um, for those of you that don't know our program, uh, we started in 2017 and um, teamed with Nehemiah and subsequently um, Madison Police Department, UW Hospital and Clinics, and uh, Anesis Therapy and the Urban League of Greater Madison 
to um, basically mitigate the effects of trauma. Every time there is a shooting, stabbing, homicide, or substantial battery in the city of Madison, we operate on a 24-7 schedule. There's always two people on call, and um, we will receive a call either from MPD or from the community. Um, and uh, we will deploy um, peer support specialists to um, go to the hospital to um, work with the victims and the families to mitigate the effects of trauma. But um, what makes us significant from, let's say, um, or not significant but different from the DA's office um, trauma support team is that we also work um, with the victimizer or the perpetrators of violence um, and their families to um, offset the trauma that is experienced when um, a loved one is then incarcerated or um, or if there's um, de-escalation that is needed. Um, our team is often called to help um, prevent um, further uh, violence from happening if there's a concern for retaliation. Um, we will work with both um, sides of um, the crisis to ensure that that doesn't um, happen. I was told I only had a couple minutes and that if you had any questions, I would totally be available. I'm also available during the entire time of the budget um, if anybody needed um, had any questions or needed further information about FIC and what we're doing. Um, one of the things that I did want to um, bring out, um, so to date, to um, September 30, 30th, we have responded to 42 inc incidents. We have come across hundreds of individuals, but we specifically um, are providing one-on-one -on -one peer support services for 39 um, program participants just this year. Um, and when I say program participants, that means that, that individual is teamed with a peer support specialist and receives weekly contacts. Um, we help take them to their appointments if necessary, um, provide them with uh, supported education, um, employment, um, if they have any housing barriers, um, help them navigate through that. Um, but one of the things that we have um, seen a lot or got a lot of calls for um, are the incidents that are involving youth these days. Um, there's been a huge increase in demand, and um, we cannot effectively assist uh, youth without assisting the parents too. So one of the things that we've required is that if a youth is part of our program, then um, their parent must be a part of our program as well. Um, I myself have spent, spent about three days a week at JRC or in the juvenile courts uh, lately to um, work with um, the juveniles. And um, we just started getting the referrals from the public defender's office, um, which has really increased our um, the need and demand for our services, which we need to increase our capacity. But I'll end it there. Thank you. You're the only registrant. Are there any questions? Aldrin Fair. Thank you. Um, Zander, can you tell us a little bit about how you see FIC growing in 2019, like, you know, and maybe even in 2020? Um, what do you see kind of for the next year or two? Okay. 
So in 2018, we've been um, operating on the um, budget that um, the city had gave us and um, greatly appreciate every bit of it. Um, we um, we get paid for 10 hours of work, but we pay, we work probably about 40, 50 hours a week. And we um, just completed a training where we had 12 individuals um, that uh, were trained as peer specialists. And um, we're just now getting the results back so far. Four of them, including me, have been um, received their certification. So in 2019, we are on target to become a full-time entity. So this is most of us, um, we have had daytime jobs, and we're doing this um, um, Luckily, we have daytime jobs that allow us the flexibility because it kind of worked with our jobs, too. But um, we will be a full-time entity. We are hiring additional um, peer specialists. And um, the certification was extremely important because it allows us to bill for services. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Any further questions? If not, thank you very much. Um, somebody help me out. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Uh, question, my question recess. is, do we recess this to what date? October 30th? Recess and refer to finance. Recess and refer to finance. Therefore, could All I have right. that motion to recess and refer to finance? So moved. Thank you. Second came really quick this time. <laughs> All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you. That takes us to item number four, declare public hearing open. On the registration for Frameshift Arts Cafe, there's a registration from uh, Aaron J. Is it Swanton? I can't read your last name. Uh, posing and wishing to speak. Um, hello, I'm. My name is Aaron. I live at 2257 uh, East Washington. Um, the location behind it. And I just wanted to reiterate the comments made in the last meeting. Um, the licensing board, um, where I registered concerned about noise in the parking lot and uh, hope that the Thursday hours be dialed back a little bit on the license. And uh, I'm not actually opposed to the location or the license itself, just to dial back some of the hours for those of us who live in the apartments next to it. Thank you. Any questions? If not, thank you very much. Uh, and in this case, we'll declare the hearing on item four closed. Declare a hearing open on five for Tillo's Hot Dogs, 4505 East Town Boulevard. Uh, the Recommendation. I have a weird agenda. It doesn't say what the recommendation is. Uh, no, you got a different agenda. I'll use yours. Thank you. <laughs> recommendation is to grant. Seeing no f questions, we will close the public hearing and we'll move on to item Seven. number. Six. Six, declare public hearing open for the Hungry Badger at 540 State Street. We have a, well, I forgot on five, we had a registration from Luigi Ranieri, 
supporting and available to answer questions, just in case. Okay, item six, the hearing is open. Recommendations to grant with conditions. We have a registration from Deepak uh, Shrista, uh, who's available to answer questions and support. Any questions of the registrant? Seeing none, we'll declare the hearing closed. Declare a hearing open on item seven, Mayrose Madison. Recommendation to councils to grant. We have a registration from Matthew Stebbins, supporting and able to answer questions. Any questions? Seeing none, we'll declare the hearing closed. Declare a hearing open on item eight. Alabrasa. Recommendation to councils to grant with conditions. There are no registrations. Declare the hearing closed. Declare a hearing open on item nine. Amending sections of the ordinances to prohibit personal storage units in certain zoning categories. Recommendation of the councils to adopt. There are no registrations. Declare it closed. Declare a hearing open on item 10. Mass and general ordinances on zoning of property at 210 216 South Pinckney Street. We have a registration from Patrick Burkle supporting and available to answer questions. Any questions of the registrant? Seeing none, declare the hearing. Uh, yes, close the recommendations to adopt. We have a hearing on item 11 of the ordinances to zone pro rezone property at 750 University Row. Recommendation councils to adopt. We have registrations from Julie Aulick, supporting, not wishing to speak. Doug Hirsch, supporting, available to answer questions. Brian Manson, uh, supporting, available to answer questions. Are there questions of any of the registrants? If not, we will declare the hearings closed. That then takes us to uh, a motion to adopt the recommendations contained on items that three through through eleven. Alderman Baldith. I'll make the motion to. Thank you. Is there a second? Second. Discussion. Separation. Seeing none. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That was robust. Um, item 14. Let me just point out, we had some registrations here supporting and available to answer questions on items that were adopted. Brian Manson on 18 and Paul Popovich on 31. Okay. Um, that takes us to... 14. Item 14. Declare a hearing open on item 14 which is the submission of Sarah Edgerton's confirmation on a five-year contract as the Director of Information Technology. There are no registrations, so we will declare the hearing closed. At this mo time, I'll take a motion, please, to adopt the contract. Uh, item number 14. Is there a second? Second. Very good. Motion is second. Discussion. Any questions? I'm just very, very proud on a number of different levels to make this appointment. Uh, it's somebody who's worked their way through the department over many years, and I'll be, uh, say the obvious, very unusual to have a woman IT director in government these days. So congratulations, sir. <laughs> Anything else? Okay, on the question of adoption, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That takes us to item 15.
quarterly police report. Can I have a motion, please, to accept the report? Uh, move item 15 to accept the report. Motion and a second. Second. Discussion and questions. Alderman Aarons. Oh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so my question to you, uh, Chief, uh, <laughs> pertain to the um, differences between the part of the uh, report that uh, relates to incidents and the differences that it shown on arrests. And I would expect that there would be some difference in that, um, that the arrests would just be uh, some fraction of the incidents that are reported. Um, have, is that ratio, is that monitored at all as to what proportion um, are represented by arrests? Uh, yes, and we, it, it's, we do it annually on an annual basis, and it's in our annual report, and it's kind of an old-school FBI UCR clearance mm -hmm. rate. Oh. Uh, so we have been, we do track that. I don't think we do it quarterly, but I think we do it annually. Uh, and report it that way, and it's only done for the uh, sort of traditional UCR Part 1 crimes. I don't know that we calculate it for all of the new IBR offenses, but I can yeah. uh, check into that. Um, so just to ask you broadly, how are we doing in terms of uh, that um, ratio? Well, I think uh, the one thing that jumps to mind uh, that was related to your specific question, and actually when I, I reflected on it a little bit mm -hmm. as an example, is burglaries. And historically, if you look nationally at clearance rates for burglaries, uh, burglaries are difficult crimes to investigate and resolve, and you're usually looking at single-digit clearance rates. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've, uh, since we've gone to a centralized unit citywide that handles all burglaries, have uh, really improved and if you, looking at just the third quarter, yeah. uh, we made a significant number of arrests for or 43 charges yeah. for burglaries, which is uh, is really good. It's about 25 percent, from what I recall, for burglaries, robberies, and yes, and so. for and for those offenses. And again, a little bit of insider baseball, but that do, isn't a perfect correlation to what the clearance rates will report out at. But uh, but generally, in those offenses, I think we're doing we're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. And um, of the uh, Class A uh, felonies, what's the area that needs, you feel, the, the greatest attention where more investigative work or just patrol work in terms of prevention, um, where could that make a difference in terms of the UCR uh, numbers? In terms of clearance rates? Yeah, in terms of clearance rates, yeah. Where if we applied more um, police service to it, whether that's patrol that prevents or, um, or investigative work, where, where could we make uh, the best headway? Well, it's a little tricky because there isn't necessarily uh, always a, a perfect correlation between effectiveness or resources from our end or other stakeholders with what the clearance rates come out. And clearance rates aren't necessarily a great uh, 
outcome measure necessarily because uh, clearance rates, there's a, there's a few different things that can cause a, a particular crime to be considered cleared with through UCR, uh, not necessarily always arrest, but if it is an arrest, that doesn't follow that there's a prosecution or a successful prosecution, uh, or if there is, that it's a great outcome. So it's I just a caution that it's not a perfect measure. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we have, uh, w without having the, the numbers at the tip of my brain, I think probably the issues where we would like to see better outcomes in terms of arrest rates are probably the things that are lower on the uh, uh, scale of severity mm -hmm. because we'll, we're going to focus our efforts on crimes of violence, robberies, burglaries, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at some of the things that we're really seeing issues with now, like stolen cars, for example, yeah. and thefts from autos, we don't have the resources to devote to those, and they're very challenging even with resources, but those have a big impact on members of our community as, as we're seeing over the last six months or so. Yeah. Do you follow sort of, so, I mean, there's um, sort of a, not a hierarchy, but a, a continuum of events where the incident, the arrest, perhaps, um, and then where someone is charged and goes to trial. Do you, you know, sort of follow that path? Um, uh, how that diminishes, or I assume it's a lesser number on each each part. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't do it in terms of a data analysis mm -hmm. because it's not we don't have that data. Once we send the refer that. it over to the district attorney's office, it kind of it goes into their system, and there's a lot of different ways they will handle things. And certainly, significant cases that we have assigned to detectives or investigators they'll track them fairly closely because they'll be involved in the prosecution <laughs> if it goes down that road. Mm -hmm. We don't aggregate it very well uh, because that's really, once we send it out, it's it's theirs to deal with, and, and yeah. they have to aggregate it within their categories and in their systems. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Further questions or discussion? Seeing not, oh, Alden Fair. Thanks. Um, this is going to be a little bit off of exactly what's in the report, but I wasn't able to make it to uh, budget night the other night. So I have a question. It's in regards to what's been in the news lately with um, the burglaries and, and done by juveniles and things. Um, Vic, I know when when you were on the west side, we, you, but I was sort of helping, I guess, attempted um, at some kind of, for lack of a better word, um, local focused deterrence program. Um, and I'm wondering, I guess, if you in, in your department has thought at all if that's even a possible solution to what we're seeing now, um, geared towards young folks and, and trying to, you know, do the wraparound thing and, and do the focus deterrence, if that's something you've thought about. Uh, absolutely, yes. And we are trying, in just with a specific sort of phenomenon we're dealing with now, we are trying to do that ourselves. We have uh, groups of officers uh, that are making repeated contacts, family visits with some of the kids that we've identified as being involved in this activity and trying to intervene and, you know, do what we can do. Uh, two of the challenges that make it not a perfect uh, analogy with our general SIU and focused deterrence model, one is that uh, the fact that they're juveniles yeah. throws a real wrinkle in because it makes it more challenging for us to share any information or bring in other stakeholders right. and other pieces of the puzzle. Uh, and then they're really, uh, the second problem is just there aren't 
the same sort of resources available that we were sort of able to muster for SIU at the beginning and that we've continued to, to muster. So to answer your question, absolutely, we've been trying to do that to the extent we can do it internally with our own folks, uh, but there's some limitations that uh, kind of hamstring us right now. Well, in fair, can I just give you an update what's sure. going on here? Uh, I wrote a letter today to about a half a dozen parties um, in asking that we bring together most of the governmental agencies, county and city, uh, they're mostly county, and some nonprofits to be convened by United Way to discuss this this very challenging problem. And let me let me just frame it this way. We're getting kids who are being picked up three, four, five, six, seven times. And we can pretty much identify, though we cannot do it publicly, and that's another part of the problem, perhaps 50 to 60 juveniles who may be responsible for like 90% of these cases. HIPAA and juvenile laws protect people from knowing who they are, and that limits our ability to actually get services to them. In some instances, it was described by a representative from FIC, if we get appropriate referrals and the participation of the parents, it works. But if that doesn't happen, those kids are out there. And then there's two outcomes. They get sent to court, and one of two things happens. Actually, there's two unacceptable choices, and only one thing happens. One possibility is to send the child the juvenile to Indian Hills and no judge will do that because of the operation of that facility. The second alternative is to release the child and those are the only two alternatives that are presently available. So we're asking that a third alternative be created. We statutorily have no authority in this area. It rests with the state and with the county. And so if there's an expected response from us, we've got all the things we're doing in terms of restorative justice, in terms of, you know, I mean, you all know what our, our community service program is. But we don't have the legal authority to make contact with these juveniles. We do not have the legal authority uh, to in any way provide mandatory programming. The judges, again, have only the two horrible alternatives and these kids have learned without that they're not going to Indian Hills and that there's no consequences to what they're doing so we're asking for that we convene uh, county city and some of the nonprofits in this area to create a new alternative All right, thank you any other questions if not thank you very much uh, we've received the report. The motion is to receive it. Further discussion? Seeing none, all those on the question, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, I believe the desk is clear. All are, yeah. Motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. All those in favor, aye. Any birthday announcements? All those opposed, no, and we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>